Street Politic and Podcast. If you take the bitch, your niggas need to understand the words. Street Politic Podcast. Taking the mess from your haters, so your haters. Hey, Clay. Hold on, Trey. I don't know who the fuck the nigga think he is. I went to school with him. His name Mark. You already know I'm fucking with that street politic and podcast all day. Game has changed, and maybe you can understand why I chose the name to take her. The rest of y'all think you're killing the game, but to be honest, you're killing all your shit. Yeah, we call that nigga Jello. I ain't calling himself Trey. Trey Cray, some shit. Whatever it is, I know that nigga straight street politic and podcast. I'm getting so cold. I ain't went this hard since I was 18. Street politic and podcast. The Milwaukee Bucks are going to win tonight. Press that the button in. Guaranteed! The Milwaukee Bucks are the best team in the NBA. This is serious as a wrap. So not going to win another game. And they played dumb, and they deserve to lose that game. The Milwaukee Bucks, I said it last week, I said, they're going to win the world championship. We might as well deal with that. I, that's my personal opinion. Yeah, Bucks and Six always. That's what the Yo, this your boy Hadi coming at you live from behind the wall to shout out the big homie Trey Cray for bringing us the raw, the real, and the heat from the streets right here at the street politicking. I see you, homie. Keep popping your shit hood and stay dangerous. Stay dangerous. Stay dangerous. Stay dangerous. Stay dangerous. I play with these niggas. I play with. I play with these niggas. I play with. We're now rocking with Trey Clay, Mr. Philip Walkie himself, right here at Street Politicking Podcast. Pop your shit. No nigga need my comments. She was down when I dropped out of college. is popping my people first and foremost you already know it's motherfucking friday yeah welcome back to straight politic podcast it is yours truly mr filler walkie himself trey cray how the fuck did everybody 420 go is everybody still i mean y'all still in recovery y'all wake up with y'all lungs intact I still bloodshot red looking for some munchies something to drink on throat kind of dry cause if that wasn't you you ain't had no good 420 you might well go ahead try again next year you already know man motherfuckers got hot in giraffe pussy these ways I'm talking about tiptoeing on top of icy ass mountaintops we was high up <laughs> No bullshit. And y'all already know. I've been seeing a little memes go around. When nobody talking about 420 because all the coke that's going on out here. Dog. Y'all just do way too fucking much, bro. Like, damn. Let people do what the fuck they do. Niggas grown. Stay out of other people's shit, man. You don't do it, you don't do it. But don't be knocking the next person because that's they high. Shit. And trust me. If a person is doing fucking cocaine, they most definitely have the means to do it because that is a rich nigga high. 
Y'all can stop knocking motherfuckers down who do that powder, because a lot of niggas do that powder do better than a lot of you niggas that's doing that weed. I mean, let's just say it. We're going to talk about it. Let's talk about it. You already know, street politics. We keep that shit a whole bean plus some. Niggas out here doing what the fuck they do, man. Just, you know what I mean? Live your life. Worry about your life. Your shit is not crystal clear. A lot of you motherfucking niggas fucking bitches, y'all know that's fucking other niggas. I mean, let's just be honest. A lot of you bitches out here deep-throating dicks that you know go in the whole, a whole bunch of other bitches. So, I mean, to each your own. You know what I'm saying? Mind your fucking business. But, we don't judge over here in Street Politic and Podcast. That's what the fuck I'm basically trying to say. You feel me? Hey, everybody is everybody. Everybody do what they do. Everybody grown. Fuck it. As long as you motherfuckers don't be out here doing it and causing no kind of mayhem, I rock with you. Do what you do. You ain't stealing from killing no folks to get do, you know what I'm saying? Shit, you, you good. It's hood love these ways. But, all of my returning listeners, once again, thank you for sliding back on me. I appreciate it with the fullest, the fullest appreciation for you taking your time out to come back and rock with me. For all my new listeners, first and foremost, welcome. Welcome to Street Politics Podcast. I already introduced myself in the beginning. I'm still high, so we're not going to do all this repeat shit. But, hey, I'm glad you guys went ahead and followed me and decided to click in on the episode. Welcome. I'm here twice a week, Friday and Wednesday, 6 o'clock. And I'm going to keep dropping these joints. Cause this right here, this episode six, y'all. That's right. The sixth episode in my first season podcasting, man. And I can't tell y'all how blessed and how fucking focused I am on just keep constantly going for y'all. Like, I don't even know the proper episodes I should put in the first season. Like, is it 10 and do I stop? Or like... But then when I get to 10, do I really stop or do I just jump straight to season two? Like, it, I don't know. But what I do know is I love doing this shit right here. I love sitting here in front of this motherfucking computer. And being able to talk my shit and talk my big one and bring my shit to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Direct me into your crib, into your ear and hear where I'm coming from. Don't get it twisted. We have fun here at Street Politicking, but I do have a message. You know what I'm saying? I do have a mission that I am on. And that mission is very clear. I am on a mission to bring the hood back together. One thing I know for sure, and I most definitely believe in it, and I know you guys believe in it too. We got the ability to. We got the knowledge to. We got the strength in numbers to. It's just that I don't think we have the actual perfect identity to. We all don't have the same agendas. And that's fine because everybody has their own issues. But if we all bring them together as one, I'm pretty sure we'll all be able to come up with a resolution. But that's not what this show is about. Not today. Not episode six. Y'all probably asking, what, what the fuck is the topic of the day? You gotta stay tuned, sucker. I ain't telling you shit this early into the podcast. Y'all know better than that. Come on now. It's our sixth episode together. Y'all ain't learned me yet. I ain't too quick to jump off into this shit, man. Uh-uh. Y'all gonna rock with me for a minute. Let's fucking go. Street Politics Podcast, man. We up. All gas, no brakes. Pop your shit, hood. All right, y'all already know what time it is, man. Right back to y'all favorite segment of my show. It seems like this one segment is getting all the love. And we got that motherfucking celebrity news. Now, they say that the new Cumberland Borough State Police are out of Pennsylvania offered on their website for residents to bring in their product so they can do a free check to make sure your product is safe. Say, hold up, <laughs> wait a minute, something ain't right. And in response, they're giving all residents who brings in their product a free family-sized bag of Doritos. <laughs> Man, ass bitch. 
and you also get a free family size bag of Doritos if you turn in your dealer, yo. Oh my God. Hey, I cannot make this shit up. Alright, man, moving on. Now, Twitter been warning everybody. I think they made a couple claims now. They was going to start charging you motherfuckers for that little special little blue check. They was going to start charging y'all for that blue check, celebrity or not. And low-key, I think a lot of celebrities tried to challenge them on this. Like, you know, tried to protest and get their little thoughts in. Man, that man don't get no fuck. He just bought this whole company for $44 billion. Y'all can kiss his rich ass. He said, fuck that. We changing this shit up. And I guess the whole purpose of, you know, him trying to charge people a little bit, you got to remember, he been trying to boost the struggling platform's revenue by pushing more people to pay for a premium subscription. Is he wrong? Shit, he own a business. That's his shit now. But you know, the whole point of the check was so that there was no dummy accounts on the real celebrities' account. But my thing is, y'all got the cash, bro. Why the fuck is y'all being cheap? Because according to this, the price for this shit ain't even high. We're talking about $8 a month for individuals. $1,000 a month to verify organization plus $50 a month for each affiliate or an employee account. Tell them to bring me my money. And dude ain't playing. He already took away Beyonce motherfucking blue check. He took away Stephen King. He took away Pope Francis. Took away Oprah shit and Donald Trump. They don't get no fuck. Y'all don't want to pay? Now y'all going to have plenty of dummy accounts out here acting like y'all. Saying stupid shit on Twitter. Shit going to get retweeted. It ain't even them that said it. All type of crazy shit. But hey, more power to you, man. I ain't paying for that shit either. I got a Twitter account. Y'all motherfuckers start listening to a dummy account made by somebody out here. You don't know me and know how I tweet and know how I talk. That's on y'all. I can't. I ain't got nothing to do with that. That's on y'all. But hey, tell me, would you pay for that shit though? Eight dollars a month just to have a blue damn check next to your name to say you actually are who you are. I don't know. I think they tripping. I ain't paying that shit. But I mean, I ain't paying it because I just look at it as a wasteful fucking expense. I mean, damn, I'm having a motherfucking problem. Don't even want to pay Zeus $6 a month for that shit. Let alone trying to play fucking Twitter. Elon Musk, 44 billion. Bitch, you don't need it. You got it. Leave that damn check mark alone. But hey, I'm just laughing at the celebrities, man. I can, <laughs> they standing on that shit, especially LeBron. That boy is a billionaire. And he still said, fuck that. I don't blame him, though. It's a useless fucking expense. All right, moving on. This Saturday, we got the mega fight. We got the mega fucking fight. I'm talking about the fight of the year. We got Tank Davis, undefeated, going up against Ryan Garcia, undefeated. Tank is 28-0. 26 knockouts. Ryan Garcia is 23-0. With 19 knockouts. When I tell you this Saturday. On Showtime. This is the fucking mega fight of the year. This is the mega fight of the year, yo. If you a betting man. And you believe in bets. Let me tell you what these two did. So they were sitting here conversating, man. Tank was on uh, the Young Boy little podcast, little video podcast. We'll be doing this shit. And they end up video calling Ryan. You know, Ryan pushing his car. He's somewhere, whatever, doing this thing. Him and Tank had a gentleman's bet live, bro. Winner take the whole purse. Now, as you know, in boxing, man, it's the purse is actually split between... Pay-per-view views, ticket sales for everybody who come to actually come see the fight. Uh, and you also get a purse for actually agreeing to the fight. Well, 
these two dudes are so confident in their skills, man, they throwing it all on the line. I'm talking about all of it on the line, bro. They are actually putting their purse up to the full purse. I've never heard of this in boxing, especially if they did this, they never did it publicly. But, hey, these two cats are serious. This is definitely going to be the mega fight this Saturday, 22nd, on Showtime, pay-per-view. Most definitely get your bets here because I'm get, I'm telling you now, bro, this is going to be the one. Somebody going to get rich off this pick. And I love my nigga Tank. I've been watching that boy Garcia train, bro, and I, I don't, man. I got my hands in the air for this one, bro. I ain't going to lie. I would definitely pick Tank against anybody else, but me just watching Garcia, bro, and watching how hungry this boy is, I don't know, bro. I really don't, man. I hope he don't get Tank his first one, bro, but this, I don't know. We're going to see, bro. We're going to see Saturday. All right, moving on. Now, this one, I'm not going to lie. I'm so disappointed in Hollywood. I'm pissed the fuck off at Hollywood, bro. How is it? Mr. fucking Martin Lawrence. Bad Boys trilogy. You might as well say Quattro. Martin. Big Mama House trilogy. Blue Street. National Security. A Thin Line Between Love and Hate. Yo. House Party? This man is just now getting his Hollywood Walk of Fame, bro. And I promise you to the fucking breath of me, I do not understand how is this just now happening. We're talking about Martin fucking Lawrence, the deaf comedy gent. Bro, I grew up off this man, bro. I, I, I wasn't allowed to hear this man comedy when I was a shorty. My grandma wasn't going. He did too much cursing. Uh-uh, you go back in the other room. That, that man got a nasty mouth. Like he, but at the same time, I heard Martin when I was a shorty. I grew up watching Martin. I watched this man on these films, House Party, all this shit. All the way up to Bad Boys for Life. And how is this man just now, bro? Just now getting his Walk of Fame, the Hollywood Walk of Fame. It don't make sense to me. But regardless of what, a congratulations most definitely is in order. Martin Lawrence, congratulations, my guy, on getting your Hollywood Walk of Fame, finally. You know, it's most definitely, you know, that shit late. But, you know, it is what it is. All right, moving on. Now, this one right here personally hurts me. It touches me right here. Right here. In the middle. I don't know if y'all fans of Snowfall, bro, but this is it. It's over. It's over. We done seen the motherfucking rise and the fall of Franklin Saint. I hate how the way they ended this fucking series, bro. But I respect it at the same time. I get exactly what the whole purpose was but damn bro i'm talking about this man was sitting on m's and building a whole empire just to watch teddy snatch that shit bro and run this man the fuck retarded he wanted his fucking 73 mil he was standing on that shit strong he didn't fucked around and sacrificed everything to get that money and when he didn't get it he crumbled it's a deep message in there, man. I hope everybody enjoyed the whole series. I enjoyed all six seasons of that shit, man. I would definitely do like I would do Power, just like I would do Oz. I don't know if y'all fucked with Oz back in the day. You know? Like, these are shows that I can definitely just binge watch over and over again. And Snowfall was definitely that for me, so... Big ups to the creators, man. I wish y'all had kept going, bro. You know, the rumors was production and recording was very, very stressful. Shooting snowfall, especially ever since COVID. 
I mean, I understand. You want everybody to stay safe, you know, do their thing and get up out of there safely. Go home exactly how the hell you came. So that's respect. But damn, bro. I wish y'all had gave us more seasons, bro, because that, that's a deep-ass show, bro. And that shit really went in. And y'all made us really, like, fuck with these characters tough, man. Like, everybody was in their bag when Jerome got killed. I ain't never seen so many people online mad as a motherfucker, boy. Y'all fuck with some Jerome, boy. That, Uncle Jerome, though, man. That shit hurt. But the show over with. We all got to move on. Even in real life, oh, uh, Lori Harvey left this nigga. So, hey, we all got to move on. It just happens, bro. Act accordingly. We all need to go ahead, though, and reflect on that message they just tried to give us, though, with that show. That's some deep shit. Just as quick as your ass can have it, you can lose it all. And if you remember when he was at that bar after Teddy got killed, he was at that bar, bro. Remember, Franklin was a dude who didn't do drugs and he didn't drink. He didn't do shit but get money. But when he felt like everything had crumbled, he gave in to the temptation. He gave in. He gave up. So I hope everybody caught that, man. Like, it's a reminder. Hey, that devil don't never stop, man. He don't stop working and neither should you. Because when he catch up with your ass, he going to catch up with your ass. And it's going to be way deeper and way more sadistic than you ever could imagine. But don't get me to preaching. It's Friday, man. This ain't Sunday. Let me get my motherfucking knees together. All right, now. All right, people. Now, a lot of y'all actually like what the six mean like y'all look at the other episodes i kind of basically explain the title and what the title actually exemplifies but six six is deep yes this is my sixth episode but that's not the reason i named it six see six exemplifies affection love and regard for others and a caring personality all sixes radiate with sincerity, warmth, and are fluent in different love languages. The numerology of the number six signifies working hard to create peaceful and meaningful relationships with others. I told you, we on a mission to heal the hood, man. And I want the hood to have a voice. I want everybody who feel like they can never get their shit across or never get their message heard know that, yo, this is a platform you could definitely do that on. It seems that love has escaped us. Love has forgot about us. Or the truth is, in my opinion, we forgot about love. A lot of people now are about self. They're not about community. They're about their self. They're not even about the family no more. They're about their self. And it's clear as day. Clear as fucking day. Six signifies working hard to create peaceful and meaningful relationship with others. Not yourself. Other people. We have forgot how to give that love. And I'm talking about that genuine love, not that fake shit. You know, we didn't we didn't got too familiar and too adapted to showing fake love. You know, to motherfuckers who definitely don't deserve it. But I'm talking about that real genuine love and care for others. What the fuck happened? We've all became selfish, but we're cautious and protective about our peace. But we don't show that same energy when it comes to somebody else and their peace. Or try to spread a hand out to try to help somebody find their peace. It's all, it's really became all about us. And it's sad on so many levels, but it's also understood at the same time. It don't have to be like that. But for some reason, we feel more comfortable when we know for a fact that we're good. We could care, we could care less about anybody else and what they got going on, and that's the problem. We all stay in the same area. 
We all deal with the same issues. We see it. We hear it. People talk about it. And you would think that would make people form a bond. Like we share the same trauma. We share the same issues. But for some reason, it seems like it pushes people further apart. And there's so much wrong with that, man. Because as a result of that, people care about themselves. They say fuck others. And that's where the problem really exists. It's not that we don't have the ability or even have the skill set to love other people. We have decided that because other people have spawned us in some kind of way and hurt us in some kind of way, disappointed us in some kind of way, we're going to lash out on everybody. Nobody's getting close now. Nobody's allowed in the circle. But what does that really say about you? Like, in all honesty, what does that say about you? Do you take time out to even understand that? Do you care enough to want to know? It's big issues out here, yo. And a lot of those issues have mainly to do with us really caring about ourselves and not nobody else. Six is such a strong number because it symbolizes exactly what needs to happen. It really puts out their message that loving somebody else and being thoughtful and mindful of another person is actually the way to go. There's so many people who don't even understand what the fuck that means. And it's sad because we live amongst each other. I'm pretty sure we all have a job or have had a job where we work with somebody who just does not get what the fuck they're supposed to do. And we understand how frustrated that is. And then we also understand that this person is slowing down the whole production because now we have to stop what we're doing to try to show them what they need to do. And they probably still not getting it right away. But now we're back to what we got to do. And we don't want to sit there and take that struggle. It's fucked up. Sometimes that struggle is worth it, man. Especially when you put love and information and knowledge into another person. That's a sacrifice we should make. That's a sacrifice we should be willing to make. If I know for a fact that my knowledge and my experience can help you out and make you a better person than what you are today, I feel like I'm obligated to do that. And that's something I wouldn't mind doing for anybody. But I can't have that mindset, but you have a fuck me mindset. Or the next person has a fuck you mindset. Because it's so easy. It's super easy to say fuck you. We could do that with a snap of a finger and mean that shit. But how many of y'all have the ability to really sit there and open your heart to help out another person in need? And I'm not just talking about in need as far as money. In need as far as shelter. Sometimes, man, people just need for you to let them know you good enough. Some people out here really need that mental push from people like you and I who are strong-minded. So they can have a little boost and confidence in themselves. And maybe that's all they need to get over the hump. You never know. But you have to put that effort in to actually see and find out. It's okay to stick your neck out for the next man. For the next woman. It's okay. I'm not saying go ahead and put your whole head in the guillotine. And let the knife come down on your neck. But it's okay to actually go a, a little bit further than you would. You know. Just to try to make sure... You put your part in of helping somebody. Now, do they reciprocate the help and actually do better because of you? Who knows? But wouldn't you, wouldn't you feel great to know that your effort is the one that actually pushed them over the hump and got them better and got them to that point where they wanted to be in life? Wouldn't that make you feel special? Wouldn't that make you feel like you actually contribute to the motherfucking cause? You actually played your part 
and helping another person who was less than push themselves out that phone and put themselves in a position where they can be helpful to the next person, helpful to themselves, to their children, to their family, to their friends, to their environment. Just to know that you had some influence on that. Would that be enough? I know for me it would. I know that would make me go home and lay down in my bed when my night is complete and smile when I reflect on it and be like, damn, that's what's up. I don't need nobody to pay for nothing like that. I don't need nobody to give me back anything for that. Just show me that when I reached out and I sat there and I poured myself into you, it made a difference. That's all the fuck I need to see. I don't need nothing else after that. Don't need compensation. I don't need nobody to pay me for me to help them, for them to do better in life. That's where we at mentally. If it don't financially benefit us we like fucking nah we ain't doing it but damn at one point in time you wasn't motherfucking financially straight you don't shit on nobody because they don't have the shit that you have or they can't go to places you go help them get where the fuck you at somebody helped you let's just keep it a bean you didn't know what you know now you didn't have the knowledge and the confidence you do now Something or somebody helped you get over that hump. And we're human, so we all go through. It's about opening up your reality and letting somebody who's dealing with a different type of reality that may be way harsher than yours actually get a piece of your world. And actually see there's something outside of what they're facing every day. You can get out. You can make this, you, you can live this life. You can actually sit there and have this mindset. You can have peace in your fucking heart. And if you have never had peace, you don't understand how serious, how beautiful, how everyday is. And that's not nothing to play with, man. You can really have an impact. I'm talking about a positive impact on someone's life. Not their day. Not their day. We talk about their life, man. Your conversation could be the one to stop a motherfucker who was just honestly on their way to go fucking commit homicide. Your conversation could be the one that could just stop that dude who just had in his mind, I'm finna jump over this bridge as soon as I get there. Bro, it's so much power that we hold and we refuse to use. And I'm telling you, that shit is for the good, bro. But the more you sit there and you hold that shit in and you don't take time out to put somebody, somebody else in front of your own, bro, that shit is wasted. And I'm pretty sure all of us hate wasteful shit. We hate wasted money. We hate wasted time. We hate wasted gas. We hate wasted food. We should hate wasted the power that we have to heal another person. Put that shit in your motherfucking pipe and smoke. We need to stop wasting the power that we have to heal another person because we're so selfish thinking about ourselves. This whole damn CDGD and everybody talk about on the six, but do y'all know what the six really mean? And I ain't talking about the gang shit. I'm talking about the actual number six. Y'all don't live that shit out. What love do you have for the next person? What sacrifices have you made for the next person? Give me a story where you sat there and you put somebody else before yourself. And you meant it and you didn't want nothing in return. You actually did that out of the kindness of your heart because you felt like that person needed that. Affection. Love and regard for others and a caring personality. A lot of you motherfuckers walk around like Scrooge McDuck, like somebody that stepped on your goddamn feet. Like somebody that's spinning your goddamn breakfast. What? Personality? Did motherfuckers say personality? I swear. These motherfuckers is fucked up out here. Personality? These motherfuckers don't even know who the fuck they is. How you gonna have a loving personality, a kind, 
and sweet demeanor when you don't even know who the fuck you are. Remember, I told y'all a couple episodes ago, you motherfuckers is winging it. Here it goes, coming back full circle. This is the result of winging it. You like a lost straight dog out here walking the blocks and don't know where the fuck you going. You can't wing it when it comes to yourself. Damn, cheat yourself? You okay with that? You can lay down at night knowing you cheated yourself because you ain't put your full potential in that 24 hours that you just breathed? Yo, y'all, yo, <laughs> hey, I'm not gonna lie. Those, this is one of those moments where I should say, you know, that's on y'all, but fuck that because y'all doing y'all is affecting me and mine and everybody else. Come on, people. What the fuck? Y'all gotta open up y'all hearts, bro. And change that shit. Stop watching these fucking TV shows and in your mind telling yourself you these same fucking characters you watching on TV. You know this is TV, right? You know these people got a script, right? You know they hand them paperwork the day before they shoot or a couple days before they shoot and tell them exactly what they expect from them on the day of shooting, right? They're actors. They're actors. Yes, a lot of these people that y'all glorify and really sit there and try to super celebritize is the people that who, who have mental illness, like, and it shows. Let's be honest. Not too many brothers are sitting here yelling and hooting and hollering about the brothers that speaking positive. These sisters ain't out here standing on their Maya Angelou talking about being a woman phenomenally. Motherfuckers talking about this hot girl something. I'm just saying. What are we doing? Where's our mindset going? Our personalities aren't our personalities. Our personalities are us cloning the people that we idolize. We're trying to sit here and include the people that we idolize into our everyday real life reality. Y'all don't know who the fuck y'all are. Wigging it. I said motherfucking wigging it. I stop this shit, bro. We know better than this shit. All of us do. We know way better than what the fuck we doing. But why do we do what we do? Why don't we sit here and really take full advantage of the fact that we know we're lacking in something and turn it into a positive and really construct the person that we ought to be, the person we are meant to be, not the person that we are pretending to be, not the personality we picked up from our favorite character on TV. Oh, uh, who are we? I know who I am. And trust and believe, I'm 38 years old. It took me a minute to understand who I am. Because for so long, I would imitate everybody who I thought in my mind at the time were cool. The attention getters. Oh, okay, that's how they do. Oh, okay, that's what they do. Oh, oh man. That's that trend following shit. Once I fell in love with me and understood who I was and really took a real life in-depth look into who I have became, I realized I was not being me. I realized I was trying to sit here and emulate this person and that person and that person and mixing it all into a pot. That's not me. That was a formula of who I called myself trying to be. When I learned who the hell Trey Cray was, I became a motherfucking monster. Facts. Became a monster. My confidence shot out the fucking roof. My understanding of love actually came clear. My understanding of who I am and what I want to do and where I want to be actually came clear. And I'm going to say it because I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. Until you learn 
to fully love yourself and accept yourself for any flaws and disappointing decisions and moves you have made in your life, then it is impossible for you to love somebody else. And for so long, I carried my own baggage to myself and felt I was the only person who had the proper tools to fix it. And I was right. So many other people can have their opinion and they can weigh in on shit, but it don't mean shit when it actually comes into repairing a personality, having a person find themselves and love the person they find. There's nothing you can do for me. I have to do that on my own. And I did. And I'm proud of myself because, because it took a while. I'm not sitting here telling you guys I've been this way for 10, 12 fucking years. Absolutely not. I've learned myself in my 30s. I accepted myself way before then, but I didn't know who I was. I was still learning who I was. And now I'm at a point where I can look at myself and smile. I look in the mirror and smile. And it's not because, oh, that man's so handsome. It has nothing to do with that, even though this is motherfucking facts. <laughs> but it's more of when I look at myself, when I was doing dumb shit and I was lost and I was out here confused as fuck, I always looked at myself and I looked dead in my eyes. I can look at them eyes now and they've never been any more brown. My brown has never been so motherfucking high depth, so clear, so clean, so beautiful. When the sun hit my eyes, it's like, yeah. And that's because I had to really dig deep and find myself. And once I got inside, I cleaned them lenses off personally. I cleaned myself of all my mistakes. I cleaned myself of all my disappointing decisions, all my failures. And guess what I did? I accepted. I didn't sit there and keep trying to pinpoint somebody else as the problem. I understood that I was the fucking problem. And the only person that could clean it up was me. And I did it. And I praise Allah right now because I am a better person because of it. But it took work. A lot of y'all scared to go into your own self because you know it's a mess in there. It's like walking into a hoarder's house. You scared to go in there because you know you're going to trip on some shit you don't want or step on some shit you don't want to step on. But at the end of the day, until you take time to really sit there and invest in yourself and clean yourself up and really show yourself that real love and attention that you need, not in the eyes of other people, not for other people to glorify and give you compliments and boost your ego. No, no, I'm talking about for you to look inside yourself and do it for yourself cut out the outside world I'm telling you it is so much beautiful on this side it's so beautiful on this side and I've been on that side before I don't ever want to go back there it ain't a good look at all those thoughts ain't good at all Negativity circles consistently all day. I don't have those problems no more. I don't think about negativity. When I think about negativity, I think about fighting shit. When I think about my disappointments, I look at those L's that y'all like to call losses as lessons. I look at them as double L's, lessons learned. And not just learned, but adapted. Every L I've took, I've adapted myself. I took that L with a whole fucking smile on my face. And I said, okay, now it's time to do some work. Why am I here? How did I get to this point? What do I, what do I have to do to make sure I never hit this point again? That's growth, people. We got to make sure that every year, the only thing that doesn't fucking mature is our age number. We have to mature mentally, spiritually, Emotionally, behaviorally, personality-wise, we have to mature all the way. And it, and I'm not talking about no once a year. Don't get it twisted because I said the birthday thing. Because a lot of y'all be really like just speaking like technical. I'm, I'm talking in general. In general. Take pride in the fact that, oh, shit, I'm, I'm a better person than I was yesterday. 
take pride in the fact, oh, I'm a whole different person with a better mindset than I had a month ago. Celebrate that shit. Because it takes a strong individual to do that and do it consistently and not fall off the wagon. I told y'all, man, here at Street Politic and Podcast, man, I'm going to try to give y'all the real, the rugged, and the raw, bro, all the time. I'm telling you now, five years ago, I was not the person I am right now on this motherfucking mic. I was not the same person. I don't have the same mind frame. I was very selfish. I was very about me. I was very about being who the fuck I wanted to be. Didn't give a fuck about nobody else. I was not riding with the sixes. And don't get it twisted. Again, this ain't no gangbanger shit. I know you motherfuckers is in Milwaukee, Chicago. This ain't that. But I ride with them now, man, because I care about others. I honestly want to have my play and somebody doing positive in their life. I actually want to sit there and be an influence to somebody who feels like they're beneath me to get where I'm at. I feel like that's my duty because I found myself. I want to give it back out. I got knowledge. Let me come back and help my people so hopefully they can go down Hopefully they can avoid, let me, let me correct myself. They can avoid the paths and the trials and tribulations I had to go through to get to where I'm at. And they can learn it in a different way, but they don't have to sit there and step on glass with bare feet. You feel me? And that's a metaphor. You know, a lot of y'all that technical That's a metaphor. I don't want people to have to experience what I experienced. A lot of what I experienced, like I say, it's easy to talk about now because I love myself. I don't blame myself for going through the shit I went through. I big up myself because I went through that shit and I got out of it. And I am here right now, today, with a whole positive mindset. I don't hold shit against nobody, yo. Whatever it was, it was, okay? not finna hold that over nobody's head i'm not responsible for nobody's trauma just like nobody's responsible for mine at the end of the day life goes on it's gonna be day and night every fucking day this world keeps rotating every fucking day holding on to some shit that's happened and feeling like you can't grow because of it uh-uh we don't do those we got to big up ourselves. We got to know who we are. We got to love ourselves so that we can climb ourselves out of that shit. And once we do that, we're obligated to get that love to others, yo. We're obligated to be there for others and help them through their shit. Because we all have to live with each other. We all got to live here. We ain't got people that come and visit Earth and they go back out in space and shit. We all live here. We all are responsible for everybody else's every day, whether we want to or not. I don't want to ever bring my trauma out and lash out. And I affect people who ain't got shit to do with my trauma. They ain't got nothing to do with why the fuck I'm lashing out, but I'm doing it. Come on, man. Let's just be honest. We got to change our personalities, man, to have a more caring personality. And I'm not talking about for our kids. We do that regardless. I'm not talking about for our family. We do that regardless and not our friends, but for others. And y'all know who the others is, the outside people, the people who we don't even know, the people who we may see, but they're just there. We don't know what that person's going through. That Man, that might be the last day we see that person. Why not just say, hey, well, if you see a motherfucker down and really going through it, we know how to read body language. Hey, don't know what you're going through. I just hope everything works itself out. What's wrong with saying that to a stranger and keeping it moving? Them words may echo in their head and help them through whatever they're going through. Right then and there. Because of you taking four seconds out of your day to speak kindness into another person. All of a sudden, they day better. Just like that. Don't know you but they'll remember you because you spoke those words of encouragement into them. That's a responsibility I have no problem. No problem. 
taken up and running with it to the fullest and best of my ability. Because I know at the end of the day, it's going to help out the next man or it's going to help out the next woman or it's going to help out the next kid who actually needs it. And I'm grateful. That's the mindset we should be having out here, man. It's 2023, bro. It's time to let go of all that foolishness and stupid shit we've been doing over the last couple of years, bro. And really just putting other people first and just seeing the effect that it has. I'm not saying open your house or open your kitchen or open your wallet, but just open your heart, man. Just try to contribute positivity and love into the next person. And I'm, again, not the person you know, for the stranger. Your words of encouragement may just stop a fucking suicide. Your words of encouragement may just stop a damn homicide. And you don't even know. But when you feel good to look back and know, damn, I actually helped dude today. When you go home at night and this is all said and done and you're around your family and you got your dinner plate in front of you, don't you? Think your kids need to hear that? Don't you think your family need to hear that you contribute to somebody else's life? It's a domino effect. That kind of shit encourage them to go out and do the next for the next person. Spread positivity, man. The negativity is out here. We see it. We smell it. We hear it. We can't escape it. But we can fight for that positivity to take over that shit, man. And I'm most definitely in line for that fight all day, every day. So, message I send to you all, man. Know thyself. Love thyself. Sustain thyself. And then share thyself. Real talk. Share thyself. Let somebody get a piece of you, especially once you're together. Let somebody just see a finished product. You can encourage them to get off their ass, man, and make the same thing happen for themselves. You never know. But you ain't gonna know until you actually try. But, hey, hopefully these words touch somebody. Hopefully these words really open up somebody's eyes, man, and make y'all realize, yo, it's time for us to really do better as a people. And like I said, I'm gonna say it every episode, we got to do better. And it's going to happen. We'll figure it out. But you already know it's that time. It is your man, Trey Cray. It was Street Politic and Podcast. And you already know when we ride, it's all gas and no brakes. So it don't matter where the fuck you at. It don't matter who the fuck you around. It don't matter what time of the day it is. It don't matter how the fuck you feeling. Always, always pop your motherfucking shit, hood. I'm out. See y'all Wednesday.